Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, just want to give a quick shout out to you beautiful listeners uh, who are enjoying and are taking in our content. Obviously, we greatly appreciate that. And, and we cannot wait uh, to put out even more content for you all uh, when it comes to uh, March Madness, when it comes to the NBA playoffs, when it comes to everything that's in store for us. All of us are super excited. All of us are giddy and looking forward to this. So please, 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 please uh, look out for our content. Give us some ratings uh, to see just what you guys think, because uh, I know all of us are going to greatly appreciate it. So. Right. So let's just get right into it. Uh, we got a, a big week of March Madness that just took place. The first and second rounds are complete. Uh, we're we're back, baby. We're back like never. That we're back. We got these games. Oh, yeah. We're we complete them. Uh, you and I got to see each other this last weekend and watch yeah, the games. So that yes, was fun. Did. It was a lot of and fun. It was a uh, it was a it was a very 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 solid uh, weekend of hoops. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we had, we had a lot of we had upsets. We had expectations. We had parlays that hit and didn't hit. We had a great time. Great week of basketball. Great weekend of basketball. And as this comes out, this will come out tomorrow. Another great weekend of basketball. Is oh, another fantastic week is in store. Yes, another fantastic week is in store. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what happens. I'm, I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. Uh, so, I mean, let's just kind of get into it here because, I mean, we saw upsets after upsets after upset. We just, I mean, to be honest with you, Bryce, it felt like, you know, anytime we thought we had a rhythm on this NCAA tournament, this NCAA tournament said otherwise. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of, uh, there were a lot of things where we just kind of expected things to happen and it just didn't happen. Uh, which is, you know, sad in and of itself. We saw a lot of good teams fall this week or this weekend. I don't know. I, everything seems okay, though. I, I still feel confident in my picks. Uh, a lot of great teams still out there. Well, of course you do. It's it, Of course you do. You, all, you, you felt confident about your picks. And, and, I mean, let's just kind of get into it with the South here, uh, the South region, which is the region that Alabama uh, is in and you know they come out they win their first round game um they face maryland to beat west virginia uh they kill maryland they're in the sweet 16 san diego state beats charleston Furman beats virginia on an incredible lucky three uh no that's not lucky that's just lucky because i uh pointed that out to all of you no lucky no no i'm not giving and you san diego state that. and then san diego state uh, beat Furman 75 to 52. Uh, Creighton uh, won 72 right. 63 over NC State. That's right. And then 85 to 76 over Baylor. The Baylor beat right. UC Santa Barbara. Creighton's in the Sweet 16. And That's then right. Missouri uh, defeated Utah State. Uh, that was an obvious prediction by myself. Uh, Pr- right. Princeton uh, beat Arizona in a massive upset and then beat Missouri uh, to make it to the Sweet 16. So, Bryce, I mean, this was a region where obviously there was some upsets. You know, there were some, you know, but and here we are with Alabama, San Diego State, Creighton, and Princeton. Yep. 
Yep. I I just want to go ahead and say this. I predicted Creighton Elite Eight, and it is looking pretty dang good right now, Caleb. I must say, I told you this team plays defense, and they're they're able to score. I know you had questions about how how thin they are. Uh, well, against against Baylor, they well, actually like went I'm wrong. eight deep. Uh, they're going to make the Elite Eight. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Okay, I mean because historical data, which I gave a lot of historical oh data to God. Caleb this past weekend. Oh Historically, a 15 seed. Uh, oh. This is the third year in the row they have made a 16 or the Sweet 16. However, oh a 15 God. seed has not made the Elite Eight, and that will continue as Creighton will trounce Princeton this weekend. And no, I'm not going to give you credit for Furman beating Virginia because well, you the should. kid just you should it. be getting no, credit. no, no, they, 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 no, they, they didn't the deserve to win that game. They, they didn't the deserve game. to win that it's game. It's not your problem. It's not your problem with oh, the I I'm not giving said, you credit for that. I told you that was my upset. That was my favorite upset. It was a lucky upset. That's what the happens kid, sometimes. The Princeton got a lucky t- upset. Princeton had a lucky upset. Lucky? Yeah, lucky. You're going to call lucky. I'll call lucky. Lucky Arizona couldn't make a shot. Let's call that lucky. Let's call that lucky. Well, Princeton, it's not like Princeton blew them out. It's not like they scored a bunch either. Oh, oh here we they go. They just scored Bryce, more than Bryce Arizona. Oh, Bryce defending. Is again. Arizona Bryce more talented? By the way, Kerr, Kerr uh, entered defending the portal today. Team. How do you feel about that? Uh, pretty damning, honestly. I mean, because I wasn't crazy on Creasa anyway, but then yeah. the fact that he went into the portal. Uh, I think that shows a lot about the way that Arizona could potentially be feeling because if he's not, I mean, yeah, that's, that's almost a a separate discussion, but look, I mean, when I, when I look at this game, okay. And I see, you know, the way that game played out, I mean, yeah, there were definitely some, you know, situations that certainly went, you know, in the case of Princeton, in the case of Furman, it went their way. It's part of the upset alert. I mean, I, it's March, you know what I mean? It's March. Uh, And that's what happened in this region. Um, you know, certainly I, I, you know, I like Baylor coming into this game, you know, but they just really couldn't find any groove. Um, I think the score was an indicator. Honestly, I don't even think the score, if you look at the score, I think it's deceiving. I don't really feel like it was a nine point game. Uh, but when you look at, um, and I feel like it was probably a bigger blowout as it felt bigger, the deficit did. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I mean, we'll see, um, Bryce, I certainly, I'll be honest with you. I uh, think that, you know, this is Bama's region to lose. I think they're going to beat every I team. Agree. I agree. I, to- I totally agree. And I, we said that at the beginning or before the tournament even started, like this is Bama's to lose and it's not close. You know, but what's weird, Bryce, is I, I think <laughs> I just didn't expect it to be like this. No, it's an easier I didn't, walk I didn't ex- than we thought. It, it just, to me, I, I didn't. I don't think they would have beaten Baylor by double digits. I don't think they would have beaten Arizona by double digits. Like I, I there were matchups there where I think they would have had to really grind it out. Now I sure. think they could seriously go to the final four with beating every team by double digits. Absolutely. Brandon Miller is and, flowing and yeah. San Diego state can't that they're, they're so inconsistent offensively. They play really good defense, but offensively they are not good at all. Well, and Alabama just has playmakers all over the floor. Right. And I don't want to come off like, oh, like you're discrediting, you know, the region. I just think that their talent level is so astronomically better than every yes. team that they're about to play in it that that it's almost not going to matter. It's not, it's not really going to matter what I think, Bryce. It's not going to matter what you and I think because they're going to be so much better um, 
than, in my opinion, than just about every team in this in this in this region. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Bryce, we'll move on to the uh, the East region, oh my uh, where I, and we we got Purdue losing in the first round to Fairleigh Dickinson, uh, Memphis. Losing to FAU by one point. Duke beating Oral Roberts 74 to 51. Tennessee beating Louisiana 58 to 55. Kentucky beating Providence 61 to 53. Kansas State 77 to 65. Montana State, Michigan State beating USC, Marquette beating Vermont. Michigan State, Kansas State, Florida Atlantic, and Tennessee are what the Sweet 16 showed out for us in this. Mm-hmm. Region, man, what an open region. Um, you know, and and it started Bryce with Purdue losing to Fairleigh Dickinson. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I was gonna say, I hope we don't gloss over this because this is the second time we've seen a 16 beat of one. Uh Purdue once again is overrated in the tournament. Matt Painter is overrated as a coach in March. And it, it was just embarrassing. Purdue, we I don't know, Caleb. I feel like we we kind of knew that Purdue were frauds. To begin with, they were fraudulent number one seed or fraudulent top team in the nation. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know how fraudulent they could be. But Fairleigh Dickinson's full court press on on Purdue's young guards proved to be a problem. And every time it, every time that I saw that Edie got it in the post when it was a one on one with him on a smaller guy and that press pushing those guards, it almost like Zach was was speeding up too. And it, it just didn't fare well for them. Purdue couldn't buy a three. These these guards are terrible shooting the three point shot. And this is exactly what happened. You get beat by Fairleigh Dickinson and and you make a name of a coach who just took another job um, at at Iona, which by the way, Fairleigh Dickinson was paying him $40,000 a year. You think he's making more than that now, Caleb? Probably at Iona. Yeah. Yeah, He better be. He better be. And and massive props to Fairleigh Dixon. I'm not discounting what they did. No. Because they put up a heck of a fight against FAU. Mad respect. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So mad respect to them for doing it. But props to FAU for for beating Memphis on the last second shot, grinding it out, and, and earning their way into Sweet 16, where normally they probably wouldn't be. You're right. Um, I'll tell you, Bryce, I, I just I think everyone saw it with Purdue in the sense of losing early. Uh, certainly I did. Not that early. Uh, not that not not first round early, but I saw it early. I saw it not. Make sure. Upper. I didn't see him making the first weekend. I told you that. Sure. Uh, yeah. I, I wasn't as crazy on them getting out of the first weekend, but not in the first game. Um, I, I just think that's really when this region started to blow up a little bit. But I'm going to give credit to Florida Atlantic a team that's been a 30-win team, and they're playing like a 30-win team, Bryce. They really are. They're playing like a 30-win team. They're grinding out games. They're winning hard. Wouldn't shock me at all if they beat Tennessee. Uh, I think they certainly have the talent to do that. Uh, but, man, if you're Tennessee, if you're Rick Barnes, uh, you got to get to that Elite Eight, man. You know, you, you've had, I agree. You've a solid resume, but you got to get to that Elite Eight. And Kansas State, uh, with the statement went over Kentucky. Oh, with Jerome what a Tang, game. What with Jerome a game. Tang saying that, I've got a bunch of dudes. I agree. And, you know, I I kind of I thought that take was a little interesting, Bryce. I, I'm curious to see what your uh, what your thoughts were on that because he was not he did not hide the way that he felt about the team that he had going into that game, and now they got a chance to go to the Elite Eight. Well, yeah, because I feel like Kansas State is a little disrespected as a program. They they really haven't been good since Michael like like 
talked about, yeah, I guess, I recognized agree. since Michael Beasley. I agree. I agree. You know, and, and everyone talks about Kansas and Kansas is their big brother. Well, guess what? Kansas State's playing and Kansas isn't. How about that? How about that? How with about a first-year head coach, with, with a great story in Keontae Johnson, who collapsed on the floor at Florida, could have died on the basketball court, and is playing basketball, and, and is one of the, is the best scorer on, on the Kansas State basketball team. Right. And complimented nicely by five-foot-eight guard Marquise Noel, which, by the way, I have a bone to pick with, with – uh, John Calipari, and not because he just lost this game. He went into the press conference and called him that little guy. Yeah, I saw that he apologized, but it's just hard to understand why, no, you, you, why you would you don't think know that's anything. okay. You, but, but you knew his name. E- either you knew his name or you didn't do your homework. And you thought, we're Kentucky. We're, we, got, you know, we got all this talent. We're just going to roll in here and win. Well, it ain't that easy, John. In fact, it hasn't been easy since 2012, has it? Yeah, I don't John, think so. John shouldn't have lost that game, but I'll give credit to K-State. That, they grinded that they it out, hard. man. They gr- and they, they got plays from, uh, oh, who is their big guy? 35. Tomlin was good Tomlin, for them. Tomlin was, ex- was outstanding for them, especially on the offensive side. I, I mean, they, they in general, so much of Kansas State, everybody stepped up. Sills stepped up for Kansas State. Yes. Uh, guys just kind of came in and found their rhythm. And I like what I, I like this matchup quite a lot for them. Rice against Michigan State. I do, too. Uh, I think I think from a matchup perspective, they do what like what Michigan State wants to do. I think Kansas State can kind of fend off. Uh, if that makes any sense, like I think mm-hmm. that they can fend that off, and I don't think Michigan State's a team that's going to force Kansas State into turnovers. And I, I think that's the type of team that you want to have when you're going up against Kansas State. And I don't believe Michigan State can do it. I think Kansas State has the t- two best players on the court. Uh, yes. I think that matters. Yes, um, and, and I'll be honest. I, I mean, Jerome Tang is coaching as well as anybody right now, and I get it. Everybody's like, it's Tom Izzo. It's Tom Izzo. Uh, but I understand Bryce, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking I mean, look at the coaching job that Tang has done this year. In my opinion, you could make the case. It's the best set of anybody in the, in the, in college basketball. In yeah, college to get a three seed in year one, I think is, in, is impressive in and of itself, but we still have a lot of great coaching talent left in, You're right. in, in the tournament. You're I right. mean, you look at Nate Oates, Jim Laranaga, Kelvin Sampson, uh, you know, Dan Hurley, Mick Cronin, Mark Few, Tom Izzo. Sure. I mean, sure. we are talking about some high level basketball coaches still left in the tournament. And we said before, before the tournament started, coaching matters in college basketball. And we're here talking about some of the best coaches right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, it should be an exciting region. Those games will be played in, Ma- in the Madison Square Garden for Atlanta. You got Tennessee or FAU? I'm going to go Tennessee. Me too. I just think Florida, I think Florida Atlantic's good. I think, it, yeah. I think they're good. And I think they were underseeded, if I'm being honest with you, Bryce. But okay. I think that, you know, Tennessee is probably a team that I think could overwhelm Florida Atlantic, specifically with I their agree. size. Their size yeah, and I their agree. depth. And, I agree. and to be honest, I think Rick Barnes, I think there's a lot on Rick Barnes, and I think he's going to deliver here. I really I do. I think so another, you got Tennessee, K-State? I got Tennessee. I got Kansas State. Um, give me K State for the final four. 
Send him to Houston. I like that. I don't hate that at all. Send him to Houston. I don't and hate send him to Houston all. for a lot of other reasons as well, right, Bryce? Yes, sir. All right. No, oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I sure, know you got sure. To, yeah, sure, how, yeah. Sure, well, how sure, did your, how'd your sure. Baylor future work out? How'd that work My out? Baylor future didn't work out very well, but you like my Kansas State future. You like my Kansas State I do like, you like my value. Fact, in fact, Zach, like Griffin, my value. Zach took your K-State uh, future as well. Well, he probably didn't get it as good of a value as I did. Maybe he did. I don't know, but I think I, 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 he might. You think it was that good? I think. Well, he sent it to us. He sent. He, I think he sent it to us. And yeah, I, I forgot that. Yeah, I forgot. I don't have it. Have to look at we'll that. See. Yeah, uh, Sweet Sixteen in the Midwest region, Houston, number one seed gets by into the Sweet Sixteen. Miami gets to the Sweet Sixteen after beating mm-hmm. Drake by seven and Indiana by sixteen. P- Xavier gets to the Sweet Sixteen after coming back against Kennesaw State. And then Texas beats Colgate and Penn State. Bryce, in my opinion, this is the best set of games by a region. Uh, what do you think about the way that this region has played out here? Um, well, I mean, it was to be expected, in my opinion. Um, I wrote about uh, the Texas-Penn State game was a fun game. Um, I knew Penn State, they weren't just going to roll over to Texas, and they didn't. Uh, they did have to, they were down for a majority of the game, but they made a fierce comeback, made it a good game. Um, but Texas, they just, you want to talk about some dudes, they got dudes as well. <laughs> they got some dudes. Um, and then Xavier, honestly, I'm not super impressed with Xavier. I think Texas rolls them. Um, but I mean, props to Sean Miller, I guess, you know, but I think Sean team. Miller getting there is insane. First year. I agree. Uh, I, I think this team is way ahead of schedule. Um, they are. I, but the, the part that's going to be interesting, Bryce, is you have, you have Boom leaving. You have Nunji leaving. Yeah. A lot of key players that are now the program, I think, is headed into a better direction than what they expected. But I am concerned about kind of what the future of this team could potentially look like. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with you, Bryce. I like Texas over Xavier. Um, I also like Texas to Houston, man. I agree. I, I think totally I think, agree. Now, I mean, obviously, <laughs> that pick for the both of us is kind of hypocritical to our thinking. What has Maybe. Rodney Terry done sure. to sure. deserve that type of praise? What has Rodney Terry done to be as good of a coach as Jim Laranaga? But be maybe, as good of a coach as Kelvin Sampson? Maybe it's an outlier. Well, I mean, I was about to say, I think what you can't ignore, you can't ignore Rodney. Rodney Terry has been a very good coach since he's picked up this job. Yeah. He just has. I mean, now I don't know if he has the experience or the reputation of a Samson or a Laranaga in terms of success, but, you know, Terry has done a great job this year, for sure. They have incredible talent. They manage that well. They're great defensively and they can match up with a lot of teams. Bryce, I'll be honest. I'm really concerned about Shed and Walker. I think at some point that's going to affect them. There's going to be a game where that affects them. I would almost argue Bryce is going to affect them against Miami. I just don't think Miami has the size. Miami doesn't have the size to limit. Oh, I I agree. Houston's going to roll. I think you give Sasser another week to recover. Plus shed to to recover with his knee. Texas is the team. Texas is the team. It's that next game that could be the key. I, I, I just don't think Miami is a size against Texas, no, frankly. No, no, no. Uh, I don't think they have the depth either. No. And and I just, I just think that, you know, 
I think it's going to be Houston, Texas, which is incredible. Houston, Texas for a chance to be in the final four in Houston. In Houston. Yeah. Um, I absolutely think the NCAA knew what they were doing. Oh, sure. uh, and, and we're going to see, Bryce, how that game matches up. Uh, I'm intrigued by that. Uh, but this is by far my two favorite, you know, this is my favorite region of games. Mm-hmm. I think both games will have a lot at stake. Uh, moving on to the West, we got Kansas, we got Arkansas, we got all these teams in the region, and Arkansas beats Kansas, no number one in this region. UConn scrapes out against Siona and St. Mary's. TCU almost looked like they were going to push Gonzaga. They did not, and UCLA is in the Sweet 16 as well. We have Gonzaga. We have UCLA in one side. We have Arkansas and UConn at the other. Bryce, again, we are in for some heavyweight matches. Ooh. What do you think of the West? Ooh. Well, um, I've been on UConn uh, for this tournament. I picked them to go to the Final Four. Uh, I am still rocking with that. In fact, I think it looks really good, at least for the Elite Eight. Um, I think Arkansas is a good team. Eric Musselman, good co- another good coach in this tournament left. Um, I'm, I'm just concerned with Arkansas, you know, being able to score enough. I know they were able to find some, some scoring with Devontae Davis and, and Ricky Council. And, and their star freshmen just didn't show it. They just weren't able to score against Kansas. Um, so I, I don't know if that repeats. I like UConn. They they normally come out in the second half and just wear you down with their defense. And then Sonogo in the middle or down low is just he is just something else. He's another right level now, inside. He's, he, he's, he is he's, so good. Yeah, he he's got a great motor um, and so, and has an ability to put it on the dribble. So if yeah. you don't have a guy that's necessarily quick to guard him. Um, I'll just be curious because I, I'll be honest, Bryce. I'm not, un, I'm not going to underestimate Musselman. I'm just not sure. Uh, I think he's the best coach in this game. I think that's matters. The talent level of Arkansas to me, you could make the case. They're more talented than UConn, but they just haven't been as healthy. Um, I just kind of wonder what the, the whole, what that matchup's going to look like, and I agree with you specifically, how are they going to get the scoring? UConn, to me, you know, they have the best player on the court. I think that matters, uh, but this is a massive game for Hurley. This is a massive oh, yeah. game for Hurley. You get a win like this against a, an elite-level coach in Musselman, and that can help your view, I guess, or how people might portray you in the tournament. Uh, you know, with Gonzaga, Bryce, this is a team that, you know, I think they've been, they were kind of, no one really knew what to think of them. Everyone kind of thought they were like not as good, but here they are Bryce in a sweet 16. And, you know, at this point, I mean, I don't think anything would shock you now about Gonzaga. Now they're playing to the talent level that they were supposed to have. Yeah. But I don't think that, I don't think they have that type of talent. Um, I mean, so here was kind of my outlook on this game. I think Mick Cronin just knows that Drew Timmy is going to get his. Make everybody else beat you. Or just, or just take everyone else out of the picture. UCLA, UCLA's so defense, you, they, are, they are the second best defensive team left in the tournament. Behind Tennessee. As of right now. Hmm. Drew Timmy is going to get his. Let him get his. Let him do his mustache crap and whatever whatever he wants to do right 
Just take care okay. by yourself. Just take care by yourself. So you're you're saying don't let Star get open. Don't no. let Bolton get open. Nope. Don't let Smith get open. Just let Timmy go to work one-on-one. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. He'll tire himself out. Oh. Um, I like you. I mean, it's an interesting in strategy. It's an interesting strategy. Um, I guess, Bryce, what I'm concerned with in regards to that is I just don't know. I just don't. I don't know whether UCLA has the guys to limit Timmy. That's I what just I'm saying. Think, no, I, let I don't have, know let if they have it. I mean, you, I mean that is sustainable offense, Bryce. That is sustainable he's, offense. He's gonna you're see, not doubling. If he's going to see double, rotation, though. He's going to see Bona. He's going to see Bailey. He's going to see Hawkins, probably. So he's going to see a double team. Maybe. Maybe. I think it might, just could be a rotation. See, I, I don't. I, I think if you leave Timmy one-on-one the entire game, you're going to lose. You're going to lose because Timmy is just so good and so patient with his footwork. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really difficult when you have a player with his post talent to just consistently let him beat you. Now, mm-hmm. I'm with you on the other guys. I would try to make the other guys beat you, but then it's like, okay, if you're letting Drew Timmy get his, let's say – I mean, I'll make a case he could go for 20 and 15 against UCLA. I'll make that case right now. Okay. I think he'd go for 20 and 15. So if he goes 20 and 15, do you think you that's a stat line you think you said could still win with? Yeah, I think so. What's the stat line that would make you say they're not going to win? They're not going to win? Well, if UCLA's not going to win, what's the stat line? I think he's got to have 30. I really do. I don't know. I, Timmy is such a big game player. I just don't know if the rest of the team is, is ready for that. And, and not to mention, we have to also talk that Mark Few and Gonzaga always gets bounced in some of the biggest games regardless. Right. You're right. I mean, he's not. I think he's UCLA not the is the better there. team. I think Mick Cronin is a legit coach. I think he there's more to prove for Gonzaga. Sure. If, and I if would argue the pressure's out, on UCLA. If they pull, if Gonzaga pulls out a Final Four out of this, it'll help. It'll help Mark Few's outlook tremendously with the public, with basketball fans. But if he can't, it's just the same old Mark Few, same old Gonzaga. They're cute for a while. They're you can't cool. Can't deny they're what fun. they've done the last two years. No, I'm not denying it, but but they haven't been able to close the show. So if they get to the final four, what excuses him from that logic that you just had? Taking and not, a, team not that, a team that wasn't expected to do anything this year. I mean, fair enough. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone was expecting Gonzaga to be a contender this, this year. Even when they got in the tournament, I don't think anybody was like, yeah, Gonzaga's going to win it this year. Fair enough. I, I, I think they're not as talented as they've been in the past. Um, and, uh, but for them to get there, I, I don't know. They, they provide a schematic. They provide schematics to me that, that would worry me if I'm UCLA. They just, they just do. Um, 
I would go on to say I would rather if I was UCLA, I would have rather faced Kansas. Like I think, I think, I just think Gonzaga's inside game could, could be really troubling uh, for for UCLA. Gun um, to my head, I'm taking Gonzaga. Uh, I, I'm taking okay. Gonzaga here. I just think they come in and uh, you know they play big here. Um, <laughs> Bryce, I've been back and forth. I really have. Give me Arkansas over Utah. Oh no! Let's no. let's make that my upset. Let's make that no. my upset. We don't no. have any upsets. Both of us don't have any upsets. No, I'm. I, that'll be my upset. Okay, that'll okay. be my upset. Arkansas over UConn. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I think there's going to be an upset somewhere. Maybe. Right? I mean, there's going to. I mean, we got it. We, we you know. I think I think some of these teams that are left are like just top tier teams, man. I really do. Well, Princeton is not a top tier team. I'm no, 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 no. I'm saying I'm sorry. Some. Princeton, I said Princeton, come at me. Some. I don't care. I Pr- said some. Creighton, not not a top tier team. No, but they're going to make the elite eight. Fair enough. And, and not to mention, not to mention, you need to you need to put some no, respect on Creighton. No, you no, do. I'm not. No, you no, do. I'm not. No, you what? absolutely do. No, I'm not. Do. No, I'm not. McDermott's not a good coach. Uh, he's not. He's they not have the 12th best defense in the nation. He's not a very good coach. They're just they've got a, they've got five really good players. There's nothing wrong with saying that. They've got okay, five really good players. Okay. I don't think they're getting coached. Not not all the right. teams have five good, really good players. San Diego right. State doesn't have really a good five really good players. You're right. I don't think Xavier has five really good players. I don't think Arkansas has five really good players. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I like the coaching. I like the coaching. I mean, I like Musselman over McDermott. Sure, sure. I'm not arguing that, but I mean, it it does. I think player talents does have something to do with it. You're right. No, you're right. I, I, I mean, Kalkbrenner, Shireman, Nemhard. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a yeah. You're right. Right. I mean, I just think that this region is one of those regions where if you're Nate Oates and you don't come out of this, like. Oh, I, I agree. It's oh, it's I incredibly totally. damning. Like, I'm, oh, I, I mean, agree. I know you're high on Creighton, but I just. I'm not that. I, no, I only picked them in the I, I just, I, just <laughs> I like Bama. I, I just think you have to win this region. I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. You, you have agree. to win this region. And the whole, all the pressure should be on you. All of it. Um, all of it should be on you. This is probably the most talented team you'll ever have. This, this is on you. You know, Nate Oates. I, I, and I personally, I don't think he's a good X's and O's coach. So, I mean, if Nate Oates, it, it, this is his year because, I mean, you look at the coaches that he's facing. I don't think he is a great coach. I mean, Dutcher, you could argue Dutcher's the best coach that he faces. And you see, he's been Sweet 16. Yeah. I think Dutcher's a very good coach. And he's Dutcher in the Sweet 16 in this region because you yeah. don't have to worry about Tommy Lloyd. You don't have to face Scott True. Right? right. I mean, then you look at right. the East region. We're sitting here with, you know, May, who's incredible, Tennessee, Rick Barnes, Jerome Tang, and Tom Izzo. Yeah. We're looking at house. four, we're looking at four legitimate coaches. Same and thing, it, same thing in the bracket across. Same thing in the bracket across. And really same all the games. I think the, the it to me, it's like it's hard to understand if they don't get this done, it should be embarrassing for that it should be embarrassing to that university. And for mm-hmm. Calvin Sampson, if Kelvin Sampson doesn't get to the final four. It should be embarrassing on Samson because he's got too talented of a team. Okay. All right. And it's in Houston. 
Story yeah. beginning. It's like if the, like if the Rams didn't make it and win the Super Bowl in L.A., Bryce, it would have been embarrassing. Yeah. They, yeah. They, this is Houston's opportunity. You win this game, you're at home. You have the highest recruit you ever got in your life, and you might be done. You might be done early. I mean, I think this team needs to be a Final Four bust mentality. I really do. Um, Bryce, if you had to rank the team, do you think, who do you think is the most pressure? Who do you think is the most pressure this weekend most to make pressure? their point? Who do you think is the most pressure? To team make the like, Final Four or just to... Yeah, who do, you, who do you think feels the most the, the most urgency to get it? Who's a team that you feel like, maybe it is Houston, maybe it is Bama, maybe it is... Maybe it's UCLA. Who, who do you think that looks like for you? Well, Who's the team that you think has the most pressure? Yeah, no, I do. I do think it, it's got to be. I think it's got to be Houston because they've been close several times, mm. and, and they're a number one seed, and everyone has eyes on them right now, in my opinion. Mm. And I think I think Alabama has some pressure, but I, I think everyone, because we kind of talked about it before, like with all the controversy surrounding the program, we just thought it would just crumble. Like there's just, just too much going on and they haven't. So maybe they don't feel pressure or maybe they do feel pressure. I don't know. They, they've been able to make the Brandon Miller situation really go away in incredible fashion. Um, some PR, like I've never seen it before. I mean, we're barely talking about it now, you know? So yeah. I, maybe it is Houston because it's in it's in their home, obviously their home city. Um, right. They were in the final four. What last year? They've always made pretty solid runs in the tourney. Always. always. And right. I think Kelvin oh, no. Sampson feels the urgency to get it be, to vindicate himself from the allegations at Indiana. And he's got a bunch of senior guys on his roster to, to do it. And a, and a fabulous freshman in Trace Walker. Man, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's a beast. He's a player for me that changes. I mean, yeah. that's the guy that's the difference for me in the in that region when I think about it. I was about to ask you this question too. Ooh, I'm looking at the Midwest, like the player that I think has the opportunity to break the region open. The guy that just we sit there and we think of that guy is why they get there. I think he's that guy for me. Like hmm. Miami will not have an answer for him or shouldn't have an answer for him. No, no, I like I like Omir, but I mean, well, because like here's the thing, right? I mean, schematically, right? What Houston did, what, what Miami did against Indiana. I mean, you can't really do that with Walker because it's not really what Walker is as a player, right? Right? You're not going to just go and deep dive into the paint because Houston has Sasser and Shed. So the opportunities for Sasser for for Walker to make an impact will be different than how Trace normally makes an impact. And I just think that's going to be a problem for Miami. And then when I look at, you know, what this team, I just don't know what these guards are going to be. Bryce, I'm, I'm nervous about the guards. Samson's got me nervous about the guards. Shoot. And I just don't know. I mean, Miami's got Pack and Wong. Who's to say that Pack and Wong don't go for 20-plus points and they no, take, they my, and they take Houston right to the end? Yeah, you know, they right? could. They could also go cold. Yeah. As we saw, we saw that against IU too. When they went cold for a little bit, IU got back in the game and took the lead. Yeah. Yeah. With you on that one. Um, Arkansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA. Who is the player that you think blows up this region? I think it's Sonogo. Adama Sonogo. I really do. I mean, he, he is, he averages 17 points a game. 
eight re- about seven and a half, eight rebound, call it eight rebounds a game. I mean, he is just something else, man. Six nine, two forty five, coming at you down low, off the dribble, man. That kid is something else. He, I, I don't know, I don't know. You feel like he's draftable? Mm. I haven't thought about it. Um, my gut says not this year. My gut says, my gut says just go next year. Mm, mm. But the other reason I wanted him to go next year is because like, you know, wait and stay is because UConn's got a five-star point guard on the way. Mm -hmm. I just think if UConn, I just think he would, his game would be greatly impacted by a great point guard. And like part of me think, and, and I think every guy can get better. if You have a great point guard, but I think UConn really hasn't had a great point guard. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have a great point guard, you know, and then like they're already this good and all of those players can, can basically come back. Like who's to say that they won't be even better than what they've been previously. I don't know. It's definitely fascinating, but I think it's a fair, I, I like that choice. For me, I'm going to go with Bona, man, because he is the reason that I, he is the reason I'm not picking you know, UCLA, because I think he's super talented, but I just think Drew Timmy is a different beast. He, he is. <laughs> I said, I don't know if you'll agree with this. You might, you might see what I mean by it. He's the most money in the bank player in the tournament left. What I mean by that is he's the guy that I can close my eyes shut. And I just know what I'm going to get. Like, I just know what I'm going to get. Like Brandon Miller can have a game like he did in the NCAA tournament where he scored zero points. Mm-hmm. Like Drew Timmy will always be able to produce 20 and 10. And I just think that matters. And I think Bona, if he can play to his talent and capability, right, this is the type of game that changes your draft stock. There's yeah. a chance that you can be a first round draft pick and a first round draft pick. If you play well against Drew Timmy, I, I just a lot of pressure on Bona for me in the, in, in the, uh, in the West region, um, in the East region, I'm mean, go with Noel, man. I know that's cheesy and basic. Uh, I don't hate it. But I mean, like, if he plays anything like he did against Kentucky in his home city and in his home state, I just, I just think he blows this region up, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he blows this region up. He's such a good lead guard. I don't think Tyson Walker has faced this good of a guard all year in the Big Ten. And I think Tennessee doesn't have an answer for him. I don't think Florida Atlantic is an answer for him either. Um, I got Noel in the East. Who's your, who's your guy in the East here, Bryce? John L. Davis. I like that pick. Gary <laughs> Native. Like pick. Yeah. Gary Native. Yep. Sophomore guard. Um, I mean, he's been kind of – I mean, he hit the shot. I mean, he had the big game – Against uh, against Fairleigh Dickinson, mm-hmm. kids balling right now. Confidence all time high as well. Uh, even say today, you know, we're physical too. When they asked him about Tennessee's physicality, uh, he's like, "We're a physical team too." I like that. I like that. Yeah. Not they're not backing down from it. They're embracing the opportunity, and he's going to be the guy that'll have to get them there if if they want a chance to win and earn a spot in the Elite Eight. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Um, 
And then Bryce, I think for us, we got, we just got another slate of games, got another slate of games. It'll be fun to watch because we'll have, um, you know, Florida Atlantic and Tennessee and Kansas state and Michigan state, Arkansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA on Thursday, Friday, Mm -hmm. We have Houston, Miami, Xavier, Texas, Bama, San Diego State, Creighton, Princeton. Um, Bryce, I did want to get into it. I know we've been focusing on March Madness, but I got to ask. Uh, it just seems like there's been 100 moves going on in the NFL lately. Is there anything jumping out at you lately? Anything jumping out at you lately? Dude, there's so much, man. I can't wait to do previews this year because we're going to have to – I feel like we're going to have to do deeper dives than we've ever done. So many one-year deals. I guess. Yeah. I guess just an over overlapping thing. The one-year deal. This has become the year of the one-year deal. Everyone keeps getting. You know, these big-time players are getting one-year deals, or or role players that are getting one-year deals. One-year and I don't deals. know why. It's so weird to me. Like, are we turning into the NBA? Every team like, is on everyone, a one-year deal. Yeah, everyone is just a hired mercenary for a year and hoping to get a title. And if they don't, they just kick them to the curb. I mean, I don't feel like there's any been like, you know, earth shattering, you know, extension. You know, I don't know. No, I, know. I don't know. I we're not done yet. We're not done yet. I think the draft is going to be really telling as well. Uh, yeah. Sounds like CJ Stroud's going to go number one. Uh, the Panthers sent 11, 11 representatives today to Ohio State's pro day. 11. That's insane. 11. Why do you need 11 guys to be so in the road? They sent owner and his wife, Frank Reich, of course, GM, uh, uh, McCown, quarterbacks coach, OC. I mean, they sent they sent the freaking farm. And Bama's already had their pro day, right? Uh, no. No. Ohio State's was first, I believe. So you don't send, would you send 11 to Bama? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Supposedly the talks are, they're between, I've heard Richardson, Young, and Stroud are all on the table for them. So, but after today, it does feel like they are leaning Stroud. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, that's a lot. Again, I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. No, I know you're biased, but I mean, it's not biased. It's a fact. It is biased, but I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, but you're biased. It's a fact. You are biased. It's a fact. Your opinion on this is very. It's a fact. It's not opinion. It's, it's, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. Sub, it's it's opinionated. You're very. But it's a fact. It's, it's tough to. T- you would you would sit here and say any Ohio State quarterback is better. No, you I would wouldn't. sit here and no, say yes, you would. Yes, you did. No, you I literally wouldn't. did. You no, said Trevor. No, you said Justin Fields over Terrell Lawrence. Yeah, and Justin Fields. That's looks ridiculous. Like a pretty freaking freaking good stuff, doesn't he? Doesn't he? You said Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I I'd do it again. I would do it again. Did you see Justin Fields this year? Yeah, I did. He's got DJ Moore this year. He does. DJ Moore. He does. You're right. He's gonna have defense. You're right. You're right. Well, Come. Yeah. Well, that, that'll 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 um. Just a quick one for you guys, just kind of looking at the regions and, and just kind of what what we're seeing, what we're eyeing, what's catching us. I was so many games. I would just wanted to give some light preview over what to watch for, uh, which all the games will be tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all for the opportunity to go to Houston. So, Bryce, 
Uh, once again, thank you for coming on the Linsanity. And of course, we'll have um, Elite Eight reactions for you next week. 